Good morning, everybody. I'm Bob Turner, and we're here today with Mitchell Powers. Um, we'll get to him in a second, but what I wanted to say first is that uh, lately I've been having a burning desire to do a podcast, so this is that. Um, I've been doing a lot more videos uh, for my business, uh, so today isn't Bob from Turner Builders, it's just Bob Turner. Uh, and got over the past few months, I've just kind of figured that um, I've had a few things to say, been working on some personal development stuff, um, some things I can share. Um, in the past, I've kind of had a draw toward coaching and helping people. Uh, this is probably more of that coming out. Um, this isn't contractor related. It's not remodeling related, although at times that may bubble to the surface. But um, Mitchell is uh, a guy that I've been uh, connected with for the last year or so doing video. Uh, a lot of you guys have seen that. And uh, he doesn't do photography for me, but he does the video. And uh, we've just kind of decided to, to jump on this. Um, and he's unfortunately my first victim. So um, <laughs> he was standing in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> so he came in today and I said, we're going to do a podcast. And he said, okay, well, let's do it. So um, this is a first cut at that. Uh, it'll get better over time. We don't have a name for it. I don't have a name for it. Uh, but it's, again, it's not going to be contractor related. It's just going to be... Uh, I kind of feel like it, I, I want to try to bring somebody on once a week and have it be the, the flavor be uh, more like ordinary people doing extraordinary things. So whether it be someone that's been very successful in business, uh, whether it's somebody that's just crushing life, uh, whether it's somebody that's dealt with a tremendous amount of adversity. Um, I just think getting those experiences um, on paper, so to speak. Uh, and being able to share them with a bunch of people, whether you uh, whether you're a podcast listener or not, whether you throw it on and going out for a run or doing your walk or getting ready for your day, it might uh, give you one little nugget that, that helps you be in a better place. So that's kind of where I'm coming from with it. It'll evolve just like the videos we're doing for work. Um, and uh, but we thought this might be fun to do today and a nice diversion from our, our weekly um, video routine. So anyway, um, this is Mitchell Powers. I'll give him a minute to talk to you about himself. Uh, Mitchell, um, thanks for being here today. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you for all you've done for me for the last year with regard to video and, and uh, you know, just jumping out to my job sites and doing that kind of stuff. So um, here we are doing this now. So um, you're your own story. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I've watched that and enjoyed kind of watching you grow and grow your business. I met Mitchell at BNI, uh, Business Networking International. We were in the same group. And I said, that guy is going to be connected to me. Uh, and he has been. So um, I just like how he rolls. And so, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how you got where you're at, and, and I'll stop talking. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not sure how I got on this side of the camera, that's for <laughs> sure. Um, I walk in today and I'm expecting to video you, and uh, you asked me to be in front of the camera, but I'm thankful for this opportunity. It's kind of a cool opportunity for me, too, to get in front of the camera and see how other people feel um, being in front. So um, my name is Mitchell Powers. I'm 26 years old. Uh, and I started my own uh, production business last year, um, about 2020, end of 2020. So what's a, what's a production business? So production business. So uh, I really just started out with drone, um, drone services. And so that's a lot of real estate stuff. That's a lot of just, you know, you need eyes in the sky kind of thing. Um, but then I do a lot of photography and uh, video as work uh, as well for commercial purposes. Um, so I tend to stay away from the sentimental stuff. So you're not... You're not out shooting weddings. No, no. I uh, I've done a, I've done a couple of my in, in my career, but um, no, it's just not the direction I want to head down. 
Um, I think in you, you don't want to deal with Bridezilla. No, no. <laughs> I've, I've had I've had a Bridezilla before, and, and and that that's exactly what turned me away from it. Um, same with engagement shoot. Uh, yeah, I was just like, nope, no, this is no not senior for, photos. This no. is not for me. <laughs> I DJed for I don't know 20, 22 years or so, and I so I did a lot of weddings, yeah. and I, so I dealt with Bridezilla a lot. And it's amazing how uh, what people think is important on their wedding day. So I had a, I had a good dose of that. So I can appreciate you wanting to just stay on the commercial side. For sure. Yep. So, I mean, how long ago did you start? So I started this in uh, 2020. So literally right at the beginning of the pandemic, pretty much. Good idea. Yeah. You know, it's a great <laughs> time to start a business, right? <laughs> you just sit around saying, how, how can I make the pandemic worse? <laughs> how can I make this harder on myself? <laughs> Well, that's good. That took a lot of courage. Yeah. Um, no, honestly, it's a, I can get right into the story of, of how yeah, I started. Like, talk like, to us uh, about like, you know, how, how you knew you wanted to do that or what happened. Was there a point in your life where, you know, all of a sudden it just became like, hey, I need to go do this. Yeah. Uh, do it now. I mean, you're relatively young age to be jumping out and doing your own thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it took me a long time before you know, I worked for people for several years and, and was frustrated and spun my wheels and said, ah, I could probably do this better or whatever. It was always a, um, I was always a good number two guy or, you know, support team. And I tried to work like I was the owner. What is it that you were doing and what happened, <clears throat> excuse me, what happened in your life that made you kind of jump out on your own? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I kind of think it all stems from when I was a kid. Um, I remember just, you know, going up, up to my dad almost, you know, it had to been every day or, or weekly where um, he would be my shark tank. You know, I was yeah. always an art yeah. entrepreneur. I was always asking him questions, um, always throwing products at him. What do you think of this idea? You know, he, he'd either shut it down or say, you know, that's a good idea. Um, and so ever since a little kid, I've always been interested in starting my own business and doing my own thing. Did your dad have his own business? My dad had his own business and my grandfather also had his own business. Yeah. So I think it kind of runs in the family and, yep. and seeing that aspect of things. And so um, it's not that I couldn't work for anybody, but it's just I've always wanted to strive for for more yep. and i think you know being a business owner is, is one of those things that it, it's hard um but it really does make you work and and you have to be motivated to do it um, so it's kind of in the family it's kind of in the family i guess it's in the family genes uh we'll see but um yeah and it's it's three generations of us now starting our own business um and so really just in the beginning um i was an accountant right out of right out of college uh and that was terrible. <laughs> uh, I absolutely sounds terrible. Yeah, I, I absolutely hated it. Um, and it was one of those things when I got out of college, I, re I really didn't study accounting. I was actually a marketing minor um, and a business major. And what led me in that direction was I was looking for marketing jobs and they're offering no money. Yep. Nothing. And, you know, when I'm fresh out of school, I'm like, all I'm thinking about is how much money can I make right now? Right now. Um, and so I'm seeing, you know, salary jobs, you know, and I'm just like, how do, how do people graduate from college and go do a salary job where I can, could have made this in high school at the pizza. Uh, yeah. The knock down 38 K and try to pay off your hundred grand it, student loan. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, right away I kind of saw, I'm like, uh Oh, you know, I, maybe I'm not going to be in the marketing field. Um, so there I go in accounting, um, good, comfortable job, I guess, you know, and it's, it's good, consistent work, good salary. Um, so it was checking off all the boxes and th that's what I thought I wanted. Um, 
that's kind of what you're supposed to do in life, right? You go to school, you get out, you pick your career, you go do that, and you sit there and rot for 30 years. And, <laughs> you know, maybe they get you a gold watch and a, and a pat on the ass going out the door if you make it that far. A hundred percent. You know, yeah. it's one of those things where I think everybody has this life plan um, where y- your parents tell you, yep, you go to school, you get a job, and you stay there, and you have a good career, you have a family, blah, blah, blah. You know, safe. Yeah, it's safe. And and I totally get it. Now, thinking back to my parents when they were telling me that, it's like, I get that. You know, they just wanted me to be safe, have a good living, have a good family right. and, and and not, you know, do anything too crazy. Um, but then I, you know, I just decided that that's that's how they live life. Right. Right. I, I don't think anybody has a certain template on how to live life. I think it's really just how you go about it. Um, and I think everybody's got their own life. For a specific reason. Uh, well, I'll tell you, it, again, at your age, you're a relatively young guy, and to, to kind of have figured it out, so to speak, at your age is invaluable, you know, because uh, like go back to me, I just got kicked around for a long time, not knowing exactly what it was going to be. And now I'm 52 years old, and some days I still don't know, you know, exactly 100%. what I want to do. So yeah. good for you. My, uh, my mom still tells me that. She goes, I, I still don't know what I want to do. And yeah. it's, it's one of those things, it's, it's extremely humbling doing what I want to do. Um, and I never got into the beginning of, of how I started, but uh, I was an accountant when I was accountant for a year, I decided this is this is enough for me. Beginning of the pandemic started, um, gave me a, a, a little bit of time off to, to figure out what I wanted to do in life. Um, never shot a camera in my life. Never really took a, never took a photo in my life, never took videos, you know, maybe on my iPhone just fooling around. But nothing in uh in a serious way um, what attracted you to it so TikTok, really <laughs> really um it, it's kind of funny TikTok attracted me to it and so it's one of those you know 21st century you know whatever is going on you know, the dances and everything um but i was doing skits with my buddy actually um and we were just having fun uh doing some snl style should we drop some of these into the no no <laughs> these, these are long gone they're, they're tucked away somewhere safe um and i really enjoyed you know acting and i was like wow this is kind of fun and then i started putting videos together and i'm like wow this is really interesting telling a story right and so instantly i was like yes all right this is this is fun let's do this so i buy a camera um and as soon as I buy a camera, my buddy's like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I'm going into real estate. Um, so we can't do any more of these videos. And so instantly my dreams are crushed. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, I'm not going to be a YouTube well, star or TikTok star. On the business side of things, you got rid of a partner very early. Yeah, so yes. A lot of people would say you were smart. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it, it was difficult. Um, and I don't, you know, a lot of people remember in the beginning of the pandemic, you wanted to do anything you could to get outside. Right. Uh, everybody was locked up and, um, and I was, you know, kind of going mentally, you know, insane pretty much. You know, I was like, I need to get outside. Right. Um, and so right around that time, actually, uh, a buddy of mine, I didn't see for a month, he passed away, uh, in the beginning of the pandemic. And it kind of made me realize in the back of my head that life is really too short to, to do the same thing every, every day over and over. And if you don't enjoy it, what are you doing here right. kind of thing, you know? And um, I think it's one of those moments that I'm, I'm thankful for. Like, I obviously wish it didn't happen, but it also gave me a life lesson to to live life to the fullest. Like, it's your last day and 
I know that's said an, an awful lot, but it, it, it's so true. Uh, you, your last day could really be tomorrow. And it's like, do you want to sit behind that desk for a boss that you don't like for 40 years? Or do you want to do something about it um, and enjoy your life and, and enjoy what you do? And so right away, uh, I was shooting nature. I was, you know, um, I bought a drone, got my drone license. And then I realized, hey, you can make money from doing this. And I was like, all right, if I can make money from doing my passion, that's that's what I want to do. Um, that's a good place to be. Yeah. And yeah. that was the beginning. It's the old adage, you know, if you do what you love, you never work another day in your life. Right? Exactly. Uh, I believe that to an extent. So <laughs> yes. sometimes even do what you love is a lot of work. <laughs> um, but yeah. So so how is it going now? I mean, you, you jumped in you know, during the pandemic. Here we are, you know, January of, of 22. Yep. Um, Obviously, you're you know you're still here. Yeah. You know you you didn't go crawling back to the accounting job. No. And uh, so what's it what's a typical day like for you today? And how are you different today than you were when you first started? Yeah. So when I first started, it was kind of you know throwing darts at a at a dartboard and hopefully you know you hit the bullseye kind of thing. Um, you know I didn't really know what I was doing. I was I was trying. I was looking up YouTube. You know I'm talking to talking to business owners and seeing how they started their business and yep. what obstacles they had to go over. And, you know, here I am two years later, it's, it's crazy to look back. I'm paying myself, you know, I'm right. eating meals. You know, I, I remember in the beginning, the first six months was, was scary. You know, I was like, am I gonna have lunch today? <laughs> right. You know, and, and that was real. That was a real thing for a while. And, um, a lot of people were to ask me, you know, you, you got to have a backup job, right? You have a part-time gig. And I said, no. And that's risky. You know, it's risky not having that other income. Well, come speak, in. Let's jump back to that for a minute. Yeah. Like what one of my questions to ask you was like, what kind of pushback uh, did you get from family and friends? What kind of support? Like were the people that you thought would be supportive, supportive? Or were they actually like, mm, maybe, you know, maybe, hey kid, you know, maybe keep that accounting job. How did that go for you? 100%. Um, so yeah, I mean, right off the beginning, you know, it, it's one of those things that it's the parental love, family love, where they want you to be safe. They want you to make sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and, and have a comfortable life. Um, so the accounting job was actually working for my dad and I remember the the day I told him I was not going to do it anymore. I was nervous. I was a nervous wreck because I was like, here, here I am, his youngest son, not wanting to do family business, a family business, yeah. pretty much. And he probably had that same moment with his dad. If you think about it, exactly. You know? you know, and and I, you know, I was so nervous. And as soon as I talked to him, it was it was really humbling to listen to him and just be like, I just want you to be happy, right? And that was huge for me. Um, because at the time I wasn't, you know, yeah. and it was a, it was a difficult place in my life. I just graduated college. Here I am. I think I'm on a career yeah. path and, but it's not the career path I want to be in. Um, how do I make money otherwise? And, and what do I find out what I want to do? Um, that's a lot of questions to, to ask a guy I just got right. out of college, you know? And so right away he was, he was supportive of, you know, not doing that for my life. He didn't know what I want to do. I didn't even know what I wanted to do. Um, so that was, that was a big moment for me. Um, just having that support of knowing that my parents just wanted me to be happy. Yeah. And so my mom, um, was always big into photography and, um, she just sends me photos every day of, you know, her ride to work and she'll send me a photo of, right. 
of you know a, a tree with some shadows in it, right you know it, it's one of those things that it's nice and uh she's been extremely su- uh, supportive through this whole process and she calls every week she she asks what jobs you have going this week um and so that's that's been huge for me and i would say in the beginning they were all questioning it you know my brothers especially too and they were all just like okay like do you know what you're getting yourself into um these are all people who didn't have their own business but were experts on on yeah, on what i should do yeah. right <laughs> so it, it was one of those situations where i know they wanted the best for me right but they were also nervous you know they're nervous and they're like, okay here he is he's never shot a camera in his life and now he's starting a production business right tell me where that makes sense right um, the way I look at it is if you're 25 years old and starting that and it, and it just goes south fast. You, if you look at from the macro level, you've got all kinds of time to fix that. Exactly. How bad can it, when you really screw that up and say, well, I'll call a timeout, step back and okay, well, I'll go get that accounting job back. <laughs> I guess, I guess that didn't work. hundred percent. You know, it, and it is one of those situations, um, you know, and, um, have you noticed your, uh, your friend group? changing at all in the, in the last year like uh, you know they say that one of the, the group that i'm working with one of the guys says you know you are the the average of the five people you hang around with the most yeah right and so i've you know i've looked at that over the last few months and may, definitely made some changes but how was that if you look at the people you were running with a year ago yep. are all those same guys and girls still in your circle yeah so it, it's it's kind of it's that's another you know thing you have to battle you really have to battle everything um and so that's people in your life and that's people you know that you want to bring into your life um so i would say my friend circle has gotten bigger um i would i still have the same you know at home friends uh from you know i grew up with sure um and they'll always be there you know um but i've also brought in a lot of new friends where they're in the same business as i am or they're have an entrepreneurial attitude Right. Um, and I think it's really important to meet with those kind of people to keep myself motivated and um, to be with like minded individuals, um, because, again, you know, it's who you surround yourself with. Rise the tide lifts all boats, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and if, um, you know, I joined the BNI group and I was, you know, the youngest in there for a little while. And it was just it was weird for me at first. But then I'm like, hey, here I go. I have all these connections now and I have all these all this experience around me right. that I can ask questions and um, learn from all these people. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you can surround yourself with people and yeah, maybe you're not, you know, buddy, buddy, but you can learn a lot yeah. from, from really anybody. Yep. Um, and that's, that's super surprising. So yeah, I, I think my circle has gotten bigger um, and more professional. Cool. Well, let's switch it up a little bit and talk about, you know, what a, a typical day is like for you. That way, if, if there's somebody watching that's even considering starting their own business, a, a young person, um, you know, what's a typical day like for you? Um, you know, what do you do for marketing and advertising and, and just kind of, you know, tell us about your week. Yeah. Um, so it, it really ranges depending on the projects I have going. One thing week. you don't do though is punch a time clock. Right? I do not punch a time <laughs> clock because it's twenty four seven. Actually, <laughs> so, <laughs> that's the real the joy of owning your own business is you get to work all the time. Yeah, <laughs> once you once you punch it once, it just stays it stays running. Um, no, seriously, you know, you leave it you leave a nine to five to to work twenty four seven. But you know, it's 
I wouldn't change it for yeah. for anything in the world. Um, so you know, a day to day, it ranges. You know, um, you know, a day like with you. You know, I'll I'll do a, a shooting day with you, um, and then the next day might be a full editing day where I'm sitting there and just. I'm a lot of work. Yeah, you are. You are a lot of work, but I, it's a, it's appreciative work. You know, it's consistent work, and that, and that's what I thrive on. You know, it's, yeah, it's great. Um, but what, then, what have you used for marketing and advertising? Are you spending a boatload of money? Or are you just doing social? What are you doing? So everything's been organic. Um, yeah. and I, that's the thing with with starting a business at my age too. I didn't have a lot of money right. to start. Um, I started off with, you know, a thousand dollar camera. Yep. That's it. And I was like, all right, here, I have to make it with this camera to right. buy my next thing. Next yeah. thing was a drone. Right. Okay. And then I was like, all right, now I have a full product here that I can sell for real estate. Um, so, so it sounds like you kind of walked before you ran where, versus some people that might have some money and just throw a bunch of money in and buy some stuff and maybe not have the, the business side of it figured out or even have any clients. Exactly. And, and that's what I soon realized is, um, you know, I think I got overzealous at a point where I was buying a lot of stuff and I didn't even know if I was going to use it, you know, and it was just like, okay, like, I think I could use this in the yeah, future. Shiny objects. And yeah. <laughs> I saw this YouTube guy using it. Right. So I, I must I, work. I should use it at some point. How'd you get your first client? Um, so actually it was just uh, real estate. Yeah. Um, so just marketing to real so, estate agents. So actually I, I knew three real estate agents around the area. And what I told them, I said, um, I didn't have a portfolio. I didn't have anything to show them. So yeah. I told them, hey, I'll shoot you three houses for free. Um, if, if the pictures suck, they suck. They're all well. Like, it's free. So yeah. it's it's one of those situations. Um, but it allowed me to get in front of those real estate agents. Yeah. And then hopefully those real estate agents spread the word. Um, that there's, you know, a new guy on the block, you know, shooting with, with drone and photo. Well, that's kind of how we connected, right? I mean, yeah. we, you were doing a, what did you call it? A Friday? Local Business Friday. So Local yeah. Business Friday where you were offering, uh, hey, I'll I'll come and shoot your shoot a quick video for you for free. Yep. Uh, you know, and uh, you can use it for marketing. So that I did that with Mitchell and um, put it on Facebook and Instagram or whatever. But in the process, I get to work with them a little bit. And so that was that was genius. It was great yeah. because uh, we wouldn't be sitting here today if you hadn't hadn't done that. What struck me, uh, what intrigued me about it is how you were behind the camera where you said to me, I had never done anything like that. And you just said, hey, let's just have a conversation. So you're not just good at the video. You're good at pulling stuff out of people. OK, and I don't think probably any, not anybody can just grab a camera and do that. So that's, that's definitely one of the arrows in your quiver uh, and you're good at it. So, yeah. So with the local business Friday and that's kind of, you know, how everything kind of started rolling and, and when you're starting a business and you don't have anything to show for it, it's hard to get clients. Right. Um, so you have to show them something. So at first I, I bit the bullet. Those, I, like I said, those first six months, a lot of it was free work. Yeah. It was free work, just getting my name out there, building my portfolio, learning. Um, and then along that process of learning, I'm meeting people, uh, right. meeting a, a guy like you, you know, and I, I'm going out every Friday talking to business owners and, you know, I must've did, you know, 15 weeks of that. And so just bootstrapping it, go it, for it. Exactly. And, you know, and there was times at Sark, I was like, I don't want to do free work. You right. know, nobody wants to do free work, but. Well, and there are people that'll tell you that it devalues your product and all that. But when it comes right down to, are you going to eat next week or not? You know, exactly. And, and because you were willing to do that, like I said, we're sitting here today. So 
you know, um, my relationship with Mitchell is I, you know, I'm, uh, he's on my payroll for 10 hours a week and we do something like this every week. I shoot some video and, and that gives him a little bit of a base to go build his business on. And it allows me to uh, pay as you go, if I will, yeah. if you will. So we may go to 20 hours and mm-hmm. maybe just go to a set fee for X, Y, and Z. Yep. But uh, I think it's been good for you. It's certainly been good for me. It's been huge for me. And uh, I, I always look back to the beginning and it, I just remember there is weeks where no money's coming in. Yeah. Or, right. uh, you know, maybe 150 bucks. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know. And now it's like, okay, I have a consistent job with you. Right. At least I have 10 yeah. hours a week yeah. automatically blocked off. That's huge for me. Yeah. Um, that's, I just know I'm going to eat next week and the week <laughs> right. after, you know. And it's one of those things where it, it is really big. And um, I've gotten into this role of consistent business is, is key. Right. Um, you know, one offs are great, but if you can if, if you can have a consistent business, that's a, that's how your business is going to well, grow. It's just a platform from which to build, right? Yes. So you you know that hey, you know nobody no entrepreneurs were working forty hours, but if you said hey, I got a quarter of my week covered with yep. Bob, that's not a bad thing. That's yep. a good place to start. I go and get two or three more Bobs, all of a sudden things get pretty interesting. Hundred percent, right? Yeah, so, you know, very interesting. You're gonna <laughs> need, need more to, time. Need a little more editing, <laughs> you know. So you've been kicked around a bit here for a year. You you you. You know, you're still kicking. Um, if there was somebody watching this that was considering starting their own business or even having a side hustle, um, what's something that you've picked up in the last year that you know you wish someone had shared with you? Yeah. Um, so I would say normally to the to the nine to five people right now, if you have a passion and you see yourself owning a business or want to start a business someday, you have to do something about it every day. You know, I, I know coming home from that nine to five, all you want to do is, you know, eat some food, throw on the TV and call it a day. That's that's not going to get you anywhere. You're going to you're going to be stuck in that role where if you just spend half hour to an hour every night that you get home or even in the morning before you go to work, focusing on what you want in life, that's huge. Um, even for me, when I when I do projects like this, I'm, I'm doing what I want in life. But I make sure I still have a half hour to an hour at night where I'm still working either on the craft, I'm working on my own photography, um, and making it kind of a hobby. Yeah. And I think I think that's really important to have a hobby, to have something um, that makes you drive after work or um, makes you drive at night. You know, it, people can get sucked up in five hours of TV and. Well, you can go in a TikTok hole for about an hour. hundred percent. There's some talented people on there. That's, yeah. good. That's good for a lot of laughs, yeah. but it doesn't move you forward in life. Right? Well, exactly. And, you know, I think removing those distractions, it's, it's easier said than done. Um, and it's one of those things that all comes down to mindset. And so what kind of tra- like uh, what kind of traits do you think someone should definitely possess before they take that jump? Uh, you know, in, in self motivation, motivation. So that is that is the biggest thing. Um, at least for me, uh, there's mornings I don't want to get out of bed. You know, I, I get up and I'm just like, not today. I don't want to do it. Do you have any non negotiables in your day? Things that you definitely do every day, no matter what. Work out, get outside. Work out. So move thy body. Yeah, yeah. Get outside. Yeah. Um, I think mental health in general is, is is huge and if you're right mentally um that's that's a big step forward yeah and if you can think clearly you know there's days where i'm editing your videos for you know <laughs> eight hours straight right? right and i'm in front of a screen dark room 
I'm going insane. And so sometimes even a walk around the block clears everything so up. So doing this face to face with me is probably the most painful part of your <laughs> yeah, week. Right? It's like, how long is this going to be? How much right? more than I got to stare at Bob in real life? <laughs> yeah, seriously, I got to listen to this conversation again. At least when you're editing, you can just shut me <laughs> yeah, off. right? <laughs> Mute. <laughs> um, but seriously, you know, it, it's um, getting out there, moving your body. Um, and, you know, even I, for me, I take the camera with me sometimes and just, you know, do some shots. And isn't that always where you see the best thing, though, when you don't have the camera with you? It, it, always. Right. Yeah, always. <laughs> you know, and then you have the iPhone, which I don't have the nice iPhone. So. Right. <laughs> what do you like to do the most? Is it you've got the drone, you've got the camera, occasionally you do some some photography, but you yeah. know, in, in certain settings. But, you know, if you could go out and do whatever you wanted to do for the rest of today, what would it be? Talking. Yeah, I, I it's funny. It's, I, I always wonder, do I really love this business or do I love business in general? Right. Um, and I think I really do love business in general. And I'm starting to realize talking to people is huge for me. I love conversation. This is like this is big right here. Yeah. Um, I could talk for hours yeah. uh, on anything, on any subject, really. And um, I think that's that's something I really love. And I would love to have, you know, an editor at, Oh. at home you know and then right. i could i can always be talking to people you probably owners. will and i will i will uh, uh, hopefully this year yeah and, and that's that's a goal of mine to to create enough work for somebody else that um i can hire somebody else so we talked about that the other day and and you know you and i get in conversations and all of a sudden i'm coaching you on your business but one of the things i asked you is you know how many weeks of an editor's pay would you have to have banked before you felt comfortable bringing somebody on yes. and you said probably two Yep. You know, yep. and, and maybe it's not a 40 hour a week job. Maybe it's you bring somebody on that that's looking for 10 hours a week, uh, like I have with you. Yep. And you, you know, you get that covered um, initially and then that frees you up to go do what you do. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm dealing with that with my business, too, where uh, this year I've just realized that I'm, I'm nothing but a bottleneck. Mm -hmm. Everything that comes to me gets choked off right here. So I put people in place this year. I'm not done yet. Mm -hmm taking care of the stuff that I think I'm going to do. And I always believed is my responsibility, but that frankly, I suck at. Yeah. And so if I can take care of that, flatten out the, the management, make sure people have responsibilities, then I can do what I'm good at, which is, you know, I'm a, I'm that gatherer of people guy. I'm, a, I'm, you know, this kind of stuff I like, or whether it's coaching or whether it's motivating a, a team of people or getting people rallied around a, a common goal. That's all stuff that's over on the on the strengths side of Bob. You know, the 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 on the weaknesses or challenges, things that are tougher for me are, you know, the details, the X's and the O's, making sure that every little detail gets taken care of. So uh, you know, I have those, you know, Ferry said with the squirrel moment. So <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. um yeah, so like where are you going from here? So talk to me about where you are a year from now, five years now, and ten years from now. Yeah. Um so right now I'm, I'm really local. Uh, all my stuff is, is local businesses. Um, and it's within, you know, the Portland, Maine, greater Portland, Maine area. Um, my goal is to get out. Not well, Portland, Maine is a nice place to shoot. It, it is. It's You've a done some of the, I've seen some of your stuff. Um, um, but my goal is really to expand. Um, I don't want to be only known in Portland. I don't want to be only known in Maine. Northeast. Have you know. traveled? Have people put you on a plane, send you somewhere? Or? I've traveled. Yes, I've traveled to a couple places. Michigan was one of them. That was one of my bigger shoots. And, you know, Northeast, um, you know, New Hampshire, Massachusetts. That's about it, you know. And 
I would say the Michigan shoot was really cool. It was for Nokia. Um, really? And my buddy uh, actually brought me on. He was the, the lead photographer um, and he needed a drone pilot. And so he kind of threw me a bone and said, hey, come out and enjoy this professional shoot. And it was a really humbling experience and um, a great experience. I learned so much about the interview process. Never did an interview before that. Yep. He kind of showed me the ropes of how to do an interview. Um, isn't it funny how, you know, sometimes in life, all, all you need is just that one, one opportunity or one person to take a shot on you, somebody to take a liking to you and say, you know, I think you're all right. Why don't you go try doing this? You go crush that and you're off and running. And it sometimes like with college, you went to school for you know business and marketing, uh, probably in the four years you were there, you probably never thought you would have a camera in your hand. No. Um, or even piloting a drone, nope. you know, and I'd love to know the statistic on how many people are actually using their college degree 100%. Uh, for, you know, what they went to school for. Yep. I bet it's 10% or less. And it's one of those things. It's hard. Yeah. You don't know what you want to do at 18. You know? Right. And if you do good hats off to you, you right. know, that's a, that's an amazing thing. And like I said, my mom doesn't know what she wants to do. So, um, it, it is really cool to somewhat be using my degree. Um, but kind of off of not where I thought I'd be. Yeah. Know? So, well, I think it's, I, I, you know, I've looked at how you structured your business and you're, you're positioned as a, a promotional company, yep. a production company. Yep. I'm sorry. So you could go digital media, you could go a lot of video, you could go drone. You, you can do a number of things to scale this company. Yep. Um, but I think it's important that you're walking before you run, mm-hmm. you're, you're learning your craft, you're doing what you're good at mm-hmm. and you're not trying to be, everywhere but it could because i think that can create chaos like mm-hmm. i look at that to my i liken that to my general contracting business so i say well we're a, we're a full service general contractor we do roofing siding windows everything attached to a house but the truth of the matter is some days we just do a lot of stuff and don't do it that well yeah. you know yeah. so you know you, you you know you wonder sometimes if you're better to niche down so i'll say okay we're the best kitchen and bath remodeling company in southern maine but the first time when somebody remodels their kitchen and bath they do the rest of the first floor yep. as well. So now we get dragged back into that. So, you know, like with you, if somebody wants to shoot something or someone has a company like I do, mm-hmm. I don't just have a need for video, right? I might have a digital media need. I might have a social media need. Uh, hey, Mitchell, how do I do a Facebook post? How do I? There's a lot of guys like me that are <clears throat> 40, 50 years old, don't have a clue about, you know, the cell phone and what's going on here and Facebook Live and Instagram and TikTok and all the stuff that's out there today that wasn't available 15 years ago in yeah. business. I mean, I, I started in 05, you know, we, we wrote letters to lakefront owners and <laughs> yeah. looking stamps, <laughs> putting them in the mail, going down to the town. My dad used to get down to the town and pull the tax records and send the letters to everybody around the lake and target email marketing, that kind of thing. Uh, now it's different. You know, uh, you can just, your organic reach, I guess what they say is can be the world. Yeah. Really, it really you know? can. So, so where do you, you know, how do you see your business in five, 10 years? Are you scaling it? Is it Mitchell and five other people doing things? Is it just, you know? Uh, yeah. Um, so yes, I would, I would love to scale it. And there's departments, uh, you know, I've been kind of thinking that, you know, we'll have a real estate department. We'll have a video department, um, commercial department. We'll have, you know, a headshot department, mm-hmm. you know, and just have different departments of where, you know, hopefully there'll be an expert in each category. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of the end goal. Um, but my real goal is really to travel. I, I love traveling. Um, and that's kind of what 
also got me into this when I was watching YouTube and stuff was travel videos and how they make it so cinematic and yeah. it's really cool to be honest. And so I love traveling the world. I think every, every traveling opportunity you have, you should take, um, cause you can always learn yeah. from either the people there, um, the culture, uh, or even the place that you're at and you I realize know. You I got to do that. I get a little twitchy when I go past the flashing light in Westbrook. Yes. You know? <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Going south. <laughs> um, but yeah. seriously, so I, I think my, I know my goal, um, my goal from the beginning has been able, or I want to shoot, you know, Super Bowl commercials, you know, yeah. I want to shoot big time productions. And I know I have to take these steps along the way because I didn't study photography or video um, in college or, or before that. What do you say when someone asks you what your background is when they're thinking about hiring you? It's it, I, I tell them I'm self-taught and it's one of those things. It's, you know, it may scare some people away, but at the same time, it, I put my mind to it. You know, yeah. I, I got right down to it and I, I seriously told myself, I was like, I can learn anything I want if I just do it, you know, yeah. and um, same with accounting. I didn't know accounting. Well, I, I remember learned. when I asked you, what, you know, how did you learn all this stuff? And you looked at me and said, YouTube. Yeah. And I went, all right. Yeah. All right. YouTube. And it, it's good enough. I remember teachers, you know, in school, even in high school, they would just be like, hey, look on like online can teach you stuff. And right. I was just like, oh, I don't need to like look up stuff. And now all I'm doing is looking up how to do this, how to do this, how yep. to do this. And there I am learning. Um, you know, and starting a whole business from it. So, so you took action. Took action. And uh, yeah, so the goal is to, to get out and have people call me uh, to shoot a commercial in California. Yep. If someone's watching this and they want to connect with you, how do they find you? Yeah. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram, um, either under my personal page, Mitch underscore Powers. Um, a lot of photography on there. That's kind of my hobby. Yep. Um, Powers underscore Promotions is my uh, business account. It's, which is also attached to my personal account, um, www.powers-promotions.com. Um, yeah, those are probably the three best methods. And, and then, frankly, uh, a lot of your work is on my page. Yeah. Uh, right. So Instagram, yeah. Turner Builders, LLC. Um, we're on Facebook as Turner Builders, LLC. So um, everything that I've put on social media uh, in the last year really has been shot by Mitchell. So. Um, and he, he didn't have a very good subject to stop with. <laughs> he jokes that I have a face for radio. <laughs> so, but well, anyway, um, yeah, this has been great. I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me and as a kind of a first cut at, at podcasting, yeah. um, you know, I hope that, uh, for anybody that's watching, I hope we added a little bit of value. Maybe is certain, maybe a takeaway or two, a nugget, as they say, uh, might change how you're thinking about doing something. Um, or make you feel better about things that you've done and where you're at. So in getting back to this podcast, that's kind of what we're up to is just uh, sharing a little bit of life experience, taking ordinary guys like us uh, that are trying to do extraordinary things and uh, just putting it out there, uh, being transparent, being vulnerable at times and uh, seeing where it goes. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, my, yep. my challenge for one week from today is to have someone else in this seat uh, or maybe we'll have some sort of sophisticated backdrop or something <laughs> and, uh, we'll go from there. But, uh, my, my goal personally is to try to do this once a week for the next year and see where we're at in a year. And maybe we'll sit down with Mitchell again on, on whatever January 26th, 
2023 and say, how are we doing? Maybe we'll be in California or somewhere. We could be on a shoot. You never know. <laughs> no, thank you for the opportunity. I think this is going to be a really cool segment and uh, I'll be glad to be a part of it. I'll probably be behind most of the time, but it'll be great. I yeah, it's no, cool. it's cool. Or, yeah, you are going to be running the show. <laughs> you I, are going to be. <laughs> first thing I told Mitchell is I do not want to get good at editing podcasts <laughs> or QuickBooks or anything like that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Stick so. to your knitting, as my dad says. Um, so, yeah, no, it's been fun and good to chat with you. And uh, I've enjoyed working with you over over the past year. Uh, you're wise beyond your years. You're a go-getter. Um, I always say you are what you surround yourself with. And this guy's a class act. He's getting it done. Um, he's a good follow on uh, on social. Uh, drop him a drop him a follow. What, what, do, what is it you kids call it? A DM? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's drop a follow. Yeah, My yeah, daughter yeah. will look That's at that. Oh, oh, God. What did you say? It was going good. It's going so good until you went with the DM comment. <laughs> <laughs> it's the TikTok dances that get me. Right. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I had to sneak one. Oh, in, yeah. Right? You got to sneak in a little TikTok. All right. This is going south. We're, we're going to sign off. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll catch you in a week. Thanks. Appreciate it.